Live from EPI in Edison Park, it's Bears Night in Chicago. Bears linebacker TJ Edwards joins Black and Abdallah. Brought to you by Miller Line on the home of the Bears, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back. It's Black and Abdal, Bears Night in Chicago, presented by Miller Lite. We're at EPI in Edison Park. You come on by tonight and get a chance to win a pair of Miller Lite loft tickets. That's right, for the final uh, date at Soldier Field against the Falcons. So if you come on by, you get a chance to win those tickets, Miller Lite loft tickets. It's all presented by Miller Lite. And Bears linebacker TJ Edwards is here hanging out with us, Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. TJ, did you get a chance to watch any football when you got home last night? Uh, not much, not to much? be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Turned on a turned on a movie and it was a wrap for me. What'd you watch? So, I watched uh, Wedding Crashers actually. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> haven't seen it in a while, to be honest <laughs> with you. It just popped up, needed a little laugh, so yeah, it was money. Yeah, that's yeah. a great one to kind of get away from. Uh, no doubt. What, what happened no doubt. earlier in the day? You know, Abdallah and I were talking about this earlier because uh, this weekend you guys will be playing on Christmas Eve. Yep. Uh, so it's the holiday week. It's very festive in here. The yeah, lights are up here. at EPI. Good. Uh, do you have a favorite Christmas movie or a favorite holiday movie? Ooh, I've always, uh, since I was growing up, I've always been a big Christmas vacation. Like, I have to watch it every year. It was um, just on last night. It's, it's a classic. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, a, I got to watch it, like, either the 23rd or 24th. I can't, I can't do it too early. Yeah, you know to get to get into the right vibes. Yeah, right have to. All right. All right. We don't, we don't What's need your guys? To- well, mine is uh, Home Alone. Okay. Is my favorite Classy. one. Yeah. But I don't listen. I don't want you to go viral for any crazy reasons or anything like that. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I don't think so. But that's just wow. me. That's just me. It takes place. I don't know. It's a, it does. It's a Christmas I get, holiday there's, party. There's I get Christmas why you, music in it. I, I yeah. get why they think it is, but I don't know. To me, it's not. You know, it's funny. We, we were, like, coming up with our favorite Christmas movies. I would yeah. say Home Alone. Christmas Vacation would yeah. be two for me. And Elf then is Elf is, yeah. Yeah, Elf Elf is, is jumped into, like, the top three. Yep. Uh, and then I made a, a side list based on if Die Hard was allowed to be a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Die All Hard right. would be one. And then uh, did you guys know Batman Returns is actually a Christmas movie? What? There's theories online. No, it takes no, no, no. place around the time. You can, movie seriously, can, Batman Returns. A comic book movie cannot be a Christmas movie. You can push I'm, I'm the Die Hard if you, a little bit. If you Google it right now, Batman's Batman, Batman Returns Christmas movie. I'm not it's wasting out there. Google. Not wasting yeah, Google. No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> Not for I, me. I think it is. It could be. Are you? Do you like get into the holidays? Do you listen to Christmas music? Or um, obviously, this is like a very busy time of the year for you guys. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I we don't get to. I feel like enjoy it as much. Um, yeah. But it's still a, an amazing time, you know. Um, there'll definitely be some some Christmas music going on. We put up the tree um, last week, so a little or two weeks ago, so a little late actually, but um, we got it up and rolling. So I mean, it's a it's an awesome time to be grateful and. Um, spend time with loved ones, man. It's an awesome time. Real or fake tree? What do you go with? So I grew up with a with a real tree, um, <laughs> but the dog would always uh, mess with the water and all that. Um, so then we we switched to a to a fake tree, and sure. it's honestly been a great investment. To be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great investment. You have to pull it out of the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And drag it upstairs. Well, watching Christmas Vacation, like yeah. all you want to do is get a real tree. Yeah. Like you want to oh, yeah. go to the woods and chop one down, um, mm-hmm. but you realize that that's just. 
It's just not for well, me, man. You know, not it's great me. until you realize that a real tree comes with, like, bugs yeah. that are in yep. the tree. That... you got to go to a better tree lot, then. No, you, I know they, they do. The, <laughs> the, have you seen the machines that shake the tree and, yep. and get all the spiders out? Have you seen that? No. Have you never seen I've that? I've never had a, a Actually, tree with bugs in it. Yeah, I've mean, never oh, seen really? a tree with bugs in it. Never had been, a tree with bugs it's normally in been all right. Yeah, yeah. you got to go to a better lot. He actually, one time, so I think this was this last year or two years ago? Uh, it was three years three ago. Three years ago. I, so I went to the Home Depot in the South Loop, uh, yep. not far from Soldier Field. They put the tree on the roof. It's a snowy, windy night. Oh, I, I lived downtown at the time. Yep. Not too far, 10, 15 minutes. I get to the apartment building. I get out of the car. There is no tree on the top of my car. <laughs> and so I then, in Probably the moment, off, yeah. I backtracked along the same route that I took to no, get there. Gone, there was no tree. Oh, yeah, the, that's gone. The street took the tree. I don't know where <laughs> Damn it went. right, yeah. Because, like, I didn't hit someone's car because there, there would have been an accident. There would have been a scene. If but... I would have saw it in the street, I probably would have grabbed it, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a free yeah. tree. <laughs> Trees <laughs> are expensive <laughs> now, man. So what, what would you do in that situation? I went back to Home Depot and was like, you're not going to believe what happened. Yeah. Like, just... I'm, I'm not trying to scam you for a free tree. They but gave him a free tree, though. But, yeah, they hooked they me up. They gave you a free they tree? They gave me The guy oh, believed me. They're it... better than me, man. I'd have been like, I don't know what to tell you. Go buy another one. Yeah. That's why you go the fake tree route. It comes in a box. Like, it's easy to go. You're good to go. We did. We went real tree, and then now that we have a daughter now, we went in her room. We did, like, a little fake one. Yeah, there you, nice. so, there you go. Yeah, she's got her own little tree now with all of her, like, first no Christmas bugs, ornaments. No yeah, yeah, no bugs. I don't know yeah. where the bugs thing comes from. There's a lot of needles on the ground, but never bugs on yeah, the ground. Yeah, That's yeah. weird to me. Do you like playing on during holiday weekends? You guys are going to do it twice this year, technically. You're going to do it during uh, Christmas yeah. Eve and New Year's Eve. That's right. That That's a first for me. Um, um, so it'll be cool. I got, uh, you know, mom and dad are flying in and uh, things like that. There's, they're actually staying for both those games. So we'll have a we'll full house, no doubt. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, it's special. Anytime, again, you can, you know, do something you love, which is playing football for me, and then go be with loved ones, it's, uh, it's special for sure. Yeah, don't, it, don't say a win, all right? I don't want you to say a win when I ask Because <laughs> I know you're going to be like, oh, just a win. Hey, hey, I would love damn a right, win. though. I what, need does TJ, what does TJ Edwards want for Christmas? I mean, you think I'm playing, but a, a, a win would be phenomenal. Um, that's a good question, man. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't get to see my family as much as I'd uh, like to. You know, my sister's older now, so she's out and about, and she'll, she'll actually be in town. So, oh, that's good. Um, for me, man, it's just getting to hang out with them, do all the stuff we used to do, and, um, yeah, be with family. It's, that's all I need, really. Some people are like, don't give me gifts, give me experiences. Yeah, I've heard that, that a lot It's lately. a big thing, yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of people who are getting registered for weddings are doing that now. Like, Ooh. they don't Ooh. have actual gifts on the wedding registry. They just have, like... Experiences? Yeah, like... Do, donate to our yeah. our, our it's either like a it's either like a plate or a trip to Italy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's not a, there's a lot of there. What are we doing uh, here? Yeah. So if you went that route, if it was like experiences, what what's something you haven't done to this this point in your life that you wish you could or or you're looking forward to doing? Um, like recently, I've I've I actually have really liked to to travel. Um, and so my my dad's side of the family is from Belize, and I've never got to go. Um, that's cool. So I really I really want to get down there and see just kind of see what it has to offer, man, and just just go see everything. You know, I want to I want to travel and do all that, but um, 
I don't know if I would have threw that on the old wedding registry, though. That's oh, yeah, a little it, tough. It happens. <laughs> it happens. People Spirit just, Airline. Please oh, donate to our there. honey yeah, yeah. fund. It's like, <laughs> Spirit <on>. Airline. <laughs> Here's a bread maker. Like, you're not getting. Because they're basically just asking for cash at that point. Yeah, right. You know, right. That's what it like, is. Hey, just give us money. That's, yeah, like, no that's, that's, that's what I guess that's that fair. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what that is. But that's fair. You can't really ask for the money. No, it's Like, you hope to receive money, but you can't. So are you, when it comes to next weekend in the holidays, yeah. are you a last-minute shopper? Do you have things uh, crossed off your list already? I got some. I got to go shopping tomorrow, no doubt. I'm a, I'm a last-minute shopper. Always have been. Um, like, I, I think about this, like, at the start of December. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get it done this year. <laughs> Never do. Like, yeah. every time. Um, well, at this point now, like, you have to go to the store. Like, yeah, you're not no, getting I, something shipped This happens time. every time. Yeah. It happens every time. I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll Amazon it, like, the start of December, and then I'm like, I gotta go to the mall. Like, yeah, I can't even get it in in time anymore. And in the it's mall, tough, the mall man. scene now is totally different than yep. what it was like ten years ago. Yep, because uh, it's like fewer stores. Uh, it's not like necessarily as crowded as it used to be, and it, it makes it tougher to find all the things that you want. Yeah, some I don't. I'm, I'm hoping I can find everything on on the list that people you know want. Um, but if not, man. It's kind of how it goes. Yeah, you just go to sure, one, it's one place. And the longer you play in the league, I'm sure that list gets a little longer. Yeah, just a little bit. Just year, a little you're like, this bit. person now? All right, fine. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I don't really remember. All right, yeah. All right. I, I, I guess I'll get you that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a part of two separate Secret Santas. Ooh. So, like, it makes it a little easier because you're yep. only shopping for one person. Okay. Opposed to, like, everyone in the family. Yeah. Uh, does your family have any traditions when it comes to the holidays that, that you stick to? I mean, not really. Um, you know, back in the day, uh, just, you know, my dad would be, you know, videotape and everything. Like, I remember, like, on the old, like, yeah. whatever. So I'm trying to surprise him this year. Uh, and I got the old video camera. And I'm going to come because they're coming <laughs> to our house. Um, so I'm going to go out there and see uh, what it's like, man. He's come down in his pajamas, like, cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, so I'm do the same thing. But we actually do a uh, a Secret Santa with the, with the linebacker group, too. So. Oh, do you? I really gotta get shopping tomorrow. Like I really gotta, I really gotta get to it. Yeah. All right, I'm that glad limit's probably a little higher than like an <laughs> office secret. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a little different. A little sure. higher than what we're, what we're giving back and forth. <laughs> a couple, a couple yeah. extra zeros uh, at no, the no. end of that yeah. one. No, no. So, so since your time in the league, what what's the best thing you've seen given, and what have you received from a teammate that's notable? What's the best thing I've seen given? Um, Trevor Lawrence gave his offensive lineman golf carts yesterday. Yeah, I yeah, that. I saw that. Oh, that's cool. They that's, each, it was like a huge, like it, like it was like a car where they put the big bow on yep, and everything. Yep. He did that and got them all golf carts. That I mean, that's that's absolutely tough to beat. I, I've seen like the, you know, like the real deal, like electric scooters with like numbers engraved on them and all that. Like that's pretty cool. I've seen. <laughs> like Rolexes and like stuff like that. I'm like, hey, I don't like you guys that much. You know, <laughs> you know like I can't do all that. Um, but yeah, you definitely see some wild stuff, no doubt. That's cool. I feel like if you like you, so you and the linebackers are doing it. Yeah. You know who you have. Don't tell us. Yeah, yeah who you have. Don't who do you hope has you? Because you think they'll get you a good present. Yeah, I'm. I mean, obviously, I'm hoping it's Tremaine, right? You know, for yeah. obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, I'm hoping it's Tremaine. Um, you normally just never want a rookie. 
just because I know that it's going to be like probably right at the limit. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's going to be right there. Um, but honestly, it's a bunch of good dudes in that in that group, so it'll be a good time for sure. That's the best. So I, I hope it's Tremaine. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe the Rolex. Get, maybe yeah, the yeah. Rolex <laughs> is in play. <laughs> maybe it's in play. You get the rookie. I'm trying to like, crinkle my my name up just the right amount. To... Is anyone going to try to suck up and give Eberflus a gift? I don't know. Do you guys do something as like a team for him or something? That's a good question. Like previously, we haven't really ever done the teams I've been a part of. Got a gift for yeah um, the head coach. Normally, that's like the like the quarterback thing. You know, normally the linebackers aren't really involved in that yeah. type deal. <laughs> Maybe uh, a linebackers coach. Or that's something true. Like that. It's a, it's a little go. different yeah. now. Yeah, and we got our own coach that uh, we'll get something nice for. Us, so I'm sure everybody will be uh, taken care of, no doubt. That's awesome. Do you guys exchange? Do you have a plan on when you're exchanging the gifts? Will it be before the game on uh, Sunday? Will it be after the game? How's that going to go down? <laughs> yeah, so we actually we drew names pretty late. Um, it was actually <laughs> last week, so I don't know if we all had enough time. So we were talking about it uh, today, and I think it's going to be the Tuesday following uh, the game. Just uh, just to make sure everyone has enough time to get the gifts right and. You know, the rookies will be scrambling, so who knows? To be fair, in your spot where you said that you've waited to the last minute to shop, yeah. your profession does not allow you to shop on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so, like, it's that's it, probably better. It's it does less make crowded. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's less crowded, but there's something <laughs> about the pressure. Uh, like, I thrive in the pressure of having the scramble it's for true. gifts. Yeah, when you procrastinate, like, you When you know you that there's a deadline, it. it's like, well, uh, this is the moment. I got to get It's like, that's the, the gift, and they're going to like it. I can yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah. Right away. Yeah, otherwise, I'm, I'm too um, indecisive yep. on what I want to gift someone. Yep. So I go back and forth and back and forth Absolutely. until... Just absolutely. Get it and get it over with. Absolutely. Like it's you, you kind of have to, man. It's crunch time. It's crunch time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this has been like the easiest year because no one's asking me what because we have a daughter. Yeah. She's eleven months old. No one's asking me what we want anymore. <laughs> what do you, what do you want? Well, I don't want anything. We'll get, get you something. No, no, no. Just get her stuff. No, no, no. Get her stuff. I don't need anything. I don't need anything. Uh, get, uh, get her stuff God. so I don't have to buy her stuff. <laughs> That's you're saving me money by buying her stuff. That's what you're doing. Get her that little Einstein's piano, or whatever, so I don't have to spend money. There you go. There you go. That's my present. It's not having to spend the money on her. So you don't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. You were just worrying about your parking out here a second Yeah, ago. I like, was. I forgot oh, to reload. You're, you're I don't want to get a ticket. You're just like, you're, you're worried about getting a ticket? Well, I was like, move. Let me see. Well, no, because I'm not getting the ticket. ESPN Chicago's getting the ticket. Oh, you're, 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 you're just going to hand it over? Right oh, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. I'd be like, come on, guys. Good luck with that. <laughs> It's Black and Abdallah. We're hanging out with TJ Edwards, Bears linebacker here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It's Bears Night in Chicago, presented by Miller Lite. We're at Edison Park, in Edison Park, at the EPI Edison Park Inn. So come on out. We'll be here until 8 o'clock. It's Black and Abdallah right here on ESPN 1000. Live from EPI in Edison Park, it's Bears Night in Chicago. Bears linebacker T.J. Edwards joins Black and Abdallah to break down the Week 15 battle against Cleveland. Brought to you by Miller Lite on ESPN Chicago. Bears Night in Chicago. We're at EPI in Edison Park. We're drinking Miller Lite. We're hanging out with you with T.J. Edwards, Bears linebacker, here on ESPN 1000. Uh, Montez Sweat is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah. You know, seeing uh, him play for the Commanders, he joins the team. He he immediately makes an impact. But he was out for blood yesterday. Yeah. He, he was awesome. And I think, like, from a fan's perspective, it seems as if uh, it, it's only going to get better from here. And, and being a guy who lines up behind him and yeah. seeing him uh, do damage to the offense – 
What's that like? And, and describe it for the for the fans. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to like kind of see like when you're out there just because things are moving and um, all that. But when you watch it, you know, after the fact on film and, and realize that. You know, those are other grown men that he's doing things to out there. Um, Big dudes. Yeah, like massive. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like it's hard to it's hard to beat that that size and that athleticism and that strength. And um, he definitely he definitely adds a lot, no doubt. Like when he's pushing, it's not necessarily you know sacking the quarterback. When he's pushing guys backwards yeah. and shrinking the pocket, it makes your guy's job that much easier, right? <laughs> no doubt, like <laughs> absolutely. And I think you add. You know, and then you get um, Andrew Billings, who is just another massive human that's hard to move, and um, you know the speed of Justin Jones, and uh, just there's a lot of a lot of weapons on that defensive uh, line. So you, you really see him, I think, operating at full strength right now, and obviously without Jan too, which is which is tough. I was going to say the other thing that I, I've been really impressed with uh, is the younger players in the secondary have really stepped up yeah. from week to week, uh, whether it be being subbed in, injury, and even uh, Stevenson being able to take advantage of opportunities of poor passing for interceptions yeah. or just defending plays. Or yep. We saw yesterday a situation where it seemed as if he was covering two individuals yeah. in two separate spots of the field and made a play to intercept that football. That was beautiful. That was yeah. awesome to see. It was it was pretty crazy live, um, but again, like watching the tape and, and seeing it, he was truly splitting two guys and he was breaking on the throw and um, and even it really wasn't a, a great throw and he still you know somehow I think receivers would, would drop that and the way he caught it was able to get up and run and um, that dude he's just not scared you know he's not scared of, of anybody that he lines up against and as a rookie that's difficult you know so to him to have that confidence it's it's special for sure over the middle when you made the hit and the ball popped up did you know at, like as the play was going on that Jermaine was running that back for a touchdown or were you I, able to see it from from your vantage point I didn't I didn't know at first um, I knew I knew Maine was like right next to me when I was breaking on the ball um, but I but I swear like anytime the the ball is tipped like that dude just somehow finds his way to get to the football and um, and then I just I just see a just a breeze run right by me as soon as I as soon as I hit the guy and um, yeah we were we were pretty uh, we were pretty impressed with his return skills when we were watching it today so he's a he's a freak man he really is I wanted to say different animal that you guys faced this week but Joe Flacco was running around there like yeah, yeah. he's, he's got moves but <laughs> oh, he's not Kyler I know he's not Kyler you guys faced Kyler Murray this week yeah you know and the Cardinals what's it like to face a quarterback that's you know, smaller, mobile, can still make throws, that kind of thing, and Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's problems, for sure. You know, that guy is, uh, you know, they, they paid him a lot of money for a reason. You know, he makes a lot of things happen and uh, can can put the ball anywhere he wants in terms of throwing and, and extends a lot of plays. Um, it'll be cool, though. You know, uh, Jonathan Gannon, their head coach, was our was my D.C. last year, and the linebacker coach is there. My linebacker coach is there, uh, defense coordinator now. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see those guys, but, um, yeah, I definitely – I definitely want to go get this one for sure. Have you faced Kyler Murray before? Yeah, played him. Or actually, um, no, no, actually, never have. Because um, because Adam said like he's he's. When did he get out last? When was he out last year? He only played in what? Three, yeah, not many three games. Not many, right? games last year. 
Because like the thing that I think is so remarkable about him is he's shorter, but yeah. he's like he's stocky. He he's he's yeah. like a bowling ball, yep. and like like that's where like um, a lot of the pre a lot of the pre draft okay. conversation hanging into last year's draft was about Bryce Young because he's yep. shorter. But Bryce Young is thin. Yeah. Not not like Kyler. Like Kyler, and you can tell like when you see him in person, like he's he's a thick. Yeah. player you know he's built no he is um and again i think they're they do some different things with him now just um you know they i think early on in his career he's taking a lot of a lot of big shots and things like that so i think they rely a little more on their their running game and um things like that just trying to get the ball out of his hands a little bit a little quicker but again when he when he doesn't see anything he's he's ready to roll and you got to one, you got to catch them, and two, you got to you got to bring it when you hit them. So um, it'll be a challenge, man. But I'm I'm excited for this one. I go back home and um, go get a win. So you faced him. Yeah, I did play him. You guys him, right? won. You guys yeah. won. Yeah. Twenty to seventeen. Yep. Uh, he did have 250 yards, uh, a right. touchdown, and an interception. You could have just stopped with the 2017. No, no. You beat him. Yeah, yeah, you beat him. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, let's tackles. tackles. You got let's the see, W. Let's see how many tackles all right, we have All right, all right. Hold on. Because, let's, uh, let's go through the I do remember stats. it was in Arizona. Yeah, it was. It was in Arizona. And I was absolutely exhausted. I remember that. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. How'd you play? I'll, I won't say it if, it, if it's bad. Yeah, I won't say yeah, it. Yeah. I won't say we it won 2017, You had eight tackles. You had one tackle for a loss, five solo. Tackles. All right. All right. All right. That's a good game. That's Not a bad. good game. Is Not there bad. something to? I mean, obviously, you played in Philly for a while. You played here this year. Is there something to be said about when a team that's used to the warm weather, that's used to the dome, comes to Philly or comes to Chicago and just, you know, if you can get up early on that team, you yeah. can just tell. They do not want to be out in that cold. I mean, a- absolutely, in my opinion. I think, uh, again, man, I think one playing at Soldier is tough anyway just with our fans. And um, But once it gets to be around December, you know, that's really um, that's really bare football. But, again, you know, they're going to – they'll be well coached and they'll be they'll be ready to play. But um, that's definitely one that, that we want to go get and just um, – Go, go, go party, man. We just want to go have fun and um, go ball out. Yeah, yesterday was in like the mid-50s, right? Yeah, Low it was 40s, like 40. 40s. It was like 40-ish. Okay. And this upcoming weekend, it's projected to be in the 40s yeah. as well this upcoming weekend. Uh, when it gets super cold, are you looking forward to that as a Bears player that you're going to be out there on your home turf in games that were it could be under 20 degrees? Yeah. Are you are, Now, here's the follow-up. No sleeves. <laughs> sleeves or no sleeves. So, sleeves or no sleeves. I've, I've never worn sleeves. Like in my even when I was at Wisconsin, like I, I just I couldn't do it. Um, my freshman year at Wisconsin, like the it got it got chilly out, and I was putting on sleeves. And one of the senior linebackers like came up to me, and was like, "What are you doing?" No I was like, "What are you talking about, bro? It's like twenty degrees out here. I'm putting on." He's like, "No, nah, we don't we don't do that out here." I was like, "All right." So then. Never did it. You just, you just got to put the Vaseline on the arms and, and call it a day. That's so really you were showing it. some of the defensive players for the uh, Seahawks before this game started because it's cold and rainy in Seattle. Yeah. They were outside shirtless. Yeah, I'm sure doing, one of them was DK. Doing yeah. lifts with yeah. – they were taking bags of ice yeah. and doing their stretches with bags of ice. Yeah. Like, intimidation oh, yeah. factor. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 yeah, but also like a little weird. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's intimidation, weird. it's a little weird. Speaking of the same thing, uh, yesterday uh, before Packers-Buccaneers, yeah. the Buccaneers offensive line went out on Lambeau to, to do their walkthrough barefoot without shirts and they see, were they were out there hanging yeah. around so the media could see it yep. but 
But you're right. It's an intimidation factor. I, see, I think it's cooler when, like, the offensive line does it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, all the, all the dudes are all, like, cut up. Like, and part of me is like, all right, they just want to have a camera shot, you know, with a shirt <laughs> off and all that. Like, that's cool. But um, when the old line does it, you know it's for real. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. pretty cool. That's pretty so, cool. And, then, and then the Buccaneers backed it up with a win yeah. on the yeah. road. Big uh, win. So, yep. so I think that was, that was cool. I saw that yesterday. So as we head into this game, week 16, the Bears host the Cardinals, Soldier Field, Christmas Eve. It's a 325 game. So it's it's not necessarily prime time, but it's a holiday, yep. and it's going to be in the window where there's only like one or two games yeah. up against you guys in that window. Um, final thoughts as far as what you're looking for the team to kind of bounce back with against the Cardinals this weekend. Yeah, I mean, one, I think we're just excited to go back home and, um, you know, play in front of our fans again. And, uh, again, man, 325 gives – Gives the gives the fans a little more time to you know get things going earlier on in the day and things like that to <laughs> make stay it a, warm, right? Yeah, yeah, make it a make it a good environment, a little liquor blanket for sure. But um, no, nah, man, we're we're looking to bounce back in a in a big way. We're excited to that we get another opportunity, man. Again, we we've worked so hard for for so long, and um, you know, eventually we know these things will pay off, and uh, we we also know that these are all you know must win games. So um, we're excited, and um, I think we're gonna put on a show for sure. Good luck this weekend. Thank you for coming you. out to Appreciate EPI. You guys, man. Give it up for TJ Edwards. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. Bears linebacker. It's Bears night in Chicago, presented by Miller Lite. Black and Abdel, we'll be right back. Live from EPI in Edison Park, Bear, Bear, Bears night in Chicago on the Black and Abdallah Show. Brought to you by Miller Lite, ESPN Chicago. That's right. It's Black and Abdel. We're at EPI in Edison Park. Bears night in Chicago. Just got done talking with T.J. Edwards, Bears linebacker. If you missed the first part of the conversation, check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. Well, the full conversation will be right there. He was with us for an hour, and we uh, had a great time talking with the Bears linebacker. He's having a great season, so it's yeah. really cool to see a local guy uh, play really well for his hometown team. And uh, hopefully they can go on a run here, finish out the season strong, win a couple of games, hopefully get to eight wins. And that's what I want to ask you about, Adam. And if you want to join us at 312-332-3776. You know, yesterday was so disappointing. So disappointing. <laughs> but in August, if I said to you the Bears were going to finish 8-9, and nine, what do you think most fans would say? Take it. Take it. No, I they think, would. I think Don't most lie. fans would take it. Don't lie. You take and it. And I think most fans would be pretty excited about that. Now, yeah. again, they have to go win three games mm-hmm. to get to that point. Mm-hmm. I think it's doable against three opponents that I think they can beat. But I... I I continued yesterday in all the outrage after the game, and once I got done being so frustrated and being annoyed at, at the football team, <laughs> I thought to myself, you know, the context of it is, he, here's what I was thinking of, right? I was thinking of this idea. The number you want, 8-9, and nine, if you thought that would be a positive at the start of the season, does it really matter how it looks? Well, you and I bet the over, right? You and I said over 7.5. Yeah. We're going to take it. And I think that when we went through the schedule, we looked at it and said that the end of the season presented more opportunities than the beginning of the season. That we wouldn't be surprised that if they struggle out of the gate, you know, Maybe get a win against uh, the Packers. Maybe get a win against the Bucks, which right. obviously they didn't. But then the end of the season, there's some some hay to be made there. Like you can 
get there because you faced the Cardinals. We didn't know if Kyler Murray was going to be back or not. You faced the Falcons, who we didn't think would be very good. They're also not great. And then you also, we didn't we know what Cleveland was going to be. We didn't know if Deshaun Watson, how he was going to play. Obviously, he's not in this. He wasn't in the game because he was injured. But he didn't have a good season last year. So we thought that there would be opportunities at the end of the season to get some wins that weren't there towards, like, the end of the beginning and the middle of the season. Here's my point. Eight and nine means that there's going to be a roller coaster. Yeah. They're, they're, like, eight and nine is not necessarily a great season. It would be an improvement from what we saw last season. So when I say eight and nine, like, you're going to – you'd have to get there somehow. And when you get there, no matter how you get to that point, it's going to look bad at times. Yeah. And I get the outrage after a game that they should win, uh, and I understand that that's the case. But I'm going to look at it as a positive if they do finish that, even though they should have won more. They yeah. actually should win nine, ten games based on what we've kind of seen them do oh, uh, to this point this season. I just think if, if we go back to what we thought they were going to do at the start of the year, I just don't know if, if – if we're just being unrealistic, if they do get to eight wins yeah. in saying that this entire season was a complete waste. Well, that's why when we had five games left, I said that if I'm Ryan Poles, if I'm, you know, Warren, I'm going through here and I'm putting, like, the games are weighted differently to me, you know? The Lions game, I weighted very high. Yeah. You know, same with the Vikings game before that, but that wasn't part of the five. Um, these next two games, I mean, if you go through it, the next three games, Justin Fields should have good games. The Cardinals are the 32nd-ranked team in defensive DVOA. The uh, Falcons are 23rd, and the uh, Packers are 29th in defensive DVOA. There's opportunity here for Justin Fields to finish out the season with good performances. But again, if I'm the front office, if I'm Kevin Warren, if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm looking at that situation and saying, look, the Cardinals are bad. They only have three wins. They're not good. You know, the Falcons are decent. They're obviously better than the Cardinals, but their defense isn't good. And then, obviously, the McCaskies and everybody puts more weight into the Packers game. But if you look at the numbers, their defense isn't very good either. So, yes, are you winning games? Are you finishing strong? Is the Are the players playing for the quarterback? Are they playing for the coach? Absolutely. But I'm looking at those games like, okay, if they go out and they beat the Cardinals, awesome. Love the team to win. Guys like TJ Edwards are fighting for the future here because they're going to be a part of this team for the foreseeable future. They want to be here. They want to finish strong. There's pride there, right? Regardless of who the coach and the quarterback are next season, there's pride in the locker room yeah. of how to finish out. There's guys that are, you know, second-string guys that are getting opportunities because Yannick Ngakwe isn't healthy. They want to prove that they should be on this team next year. There are guys that are proving that they should be on this team. So I'm not going to be the one that's like, oh, well, the playoffs are over, lose out. I don't care. The Bears have the number one pick regardless. Yeah. What difference does it make? They got the number one pick. So they can do whatever they want to with it. They could trade it. They could draft someone. They could do whatever. So as long as they have that number one pick, win out, prove something, win eight games. So I can say that they won eight games. <laughs> but also, like, are, if, are you going to do take that to everyone? Uh, it's going to feel bad because yeah, I'm gonna. But it's, it's going to feel bad to do it. But I'm definitely going to do that. Well, the Twitch chat was uh, guessing when we started up the show if you were going to be uh, out 
uh, vocalizing your great support for Luke Getze tonight. No, I said and, I said and, that uh, I don't think whether or not you would be uh, promoting the Bears as as being on the bandwagon. They were they were very no. interested in your thoughts on that. I said that I am more in the camp right now on whatever the date is, December eighteenth. That I'm more in the camp of. It's time to reset the quarterback and reset the coaches and the coaching staff because that provides you the opportunity to build a better team for the future. Like, it has nothing to do with Justin Fields. I love Justin Fields. I hope he balls out the last three games and maybe they end up sticking with him. That would be great because at the beginning of the season, we said best-case scenario is that they figure this out with Eberflus and Fields. You can trade that number one pick and you can get a boatload of picks and you can figure it out. But as of right now... The financial stability for the future makes more sense than trying to force Fields into something he might not ever be. I'm just surprised that Bears fans would be like upset and angry if we went back to August and said, "Hey, the team is going to be eight and nine. Yeah, and I would take it. I, well, I don't. I think I think everyone would say that's a really good improvement from one year to the next. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is going back to what we were saying. If you're ugly, you're ugly. Yeah. The games have been ugly. The way they've lost these games have been ugly. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like, does it matter that they got blown out at, on the road against Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Heading into the season, not many people expected them to beat Kansas City. So it's a loss either way. Yeah. Does it matter how it looks, I guess, is the point. Now, look, if they beat the Packers and Eberflus can go in and say, look what I've done with. And I think that they're still going to be. A time where, you know, we look at the next three games and if they take advantage of these bad defenses where you can look at the improvement of Justin Fields and say, hey, we improved the offensive line. We got him DJ Moore. You know, we brought in better players and a better defense to keep them in games. They won eight, seven or eight games. And Justin Fields statistically improved. I mean, if you still, regardless of the performance yesterday, you can still go back and look at the last 17 games because... I know that they were interceptions, but throwing up a Hail Mary at the end of the first half and throwing up a Hail Mary at the end of the game, right. those should not count against the quarterback. I like, mean, on the stats they do, but if you watch the game you watch and you the have game. eyeballs, yeah. you understand that, that those were not on the field goal at the end of the half anyway, but whatever, I'm not well, I'm not Matt Eberflus. Is, is, it, is it Justin Fields' fault that Mooney did like a fish kick on the ground and flipped it yeah. up to a defender? No, it's I mean, not. You're in that situation. You're a quarterback. You have to throw it up. You can't not... Exactly. Try and make the play. So exactly. You're right. He's limited the, the turnovers and the interceptions. And I think that's where it's what I said back in the summer. That's what I was looking for from the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Young quarterbacks who toss it up for grabs, that's really difficult to fix. But a young quarterback who is smart enough to not make those mistakes, yeah. I think there's something to that. He now, did fumble yesterday. You, you could point out that that quarterback's not taking enough chances. I don't know. I saw him taking chances. He threw a pass that would, had an opportunity to get picked off to Mooney, and Mooney dropped it. Yeah. The one that he was sliding from the left over to the right side on the hash, Yeah. he had a chance where he could have like fit it perfectly in there. Mooney dropped it again. He's having a really tough season. He is, and I think that you know his blocking yesterday was suspect as well. Like, I don't know if he's the one that was making comments that you know we just were complacent and we you know we were happy being winning. Well, do something. Don't be complacent. If you're the guy saying that, then do something. Go motivate the other players. Go talk to someone. Have Luke Getze fire up the uh, the offense. Like, do something about it. Don't just after the game say, "Well, we were complacent and we were." Well, why? 
that's when you, if you see that you're supposed to say something during the game fire up people don't have a lazy block that leads to Justin Fields not picking up a first down it, it felt very much like maybe I'm reading too much into it that that seemed like a singular thought yeah because it, it seemed like everyone else who spoke didn't have that vibe yeah that Darnell Mooney had. Agree. And maybe he's just in his own thoughts and feels because he's not playing well. He might be. I don't, perhaps. Well. I don't know. But, like, we were just talking to TJ Edwards. I, that's not what I got from him. I think that they were trying – they thought that Absolutely. everything was moving towards trying to win a football game. Yeah. Eberflus, I think, was doing the same thing. So, Agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that also when you look at this, you're going to have guys that kind of know – their fate at the end of the season and i think that mooney might be one of those guys right mooney's not coming back i don't think so and if he does at best he's your third or fourth wide well, receiver look, you need someone to be a second guy if, if they go with what i believe they're going to go with what i would do is i would not take caleb williams first i would trade that pick back to third or fourth i would use my pick uh use that third pick on or fourth pick on a quarterback if that's the route you choose to go and then I would use the Bears pick on whichever wide receiver is left, you know, whether it's Roma Dunze, whether it's uh, Malik Neighbors, whoever it is, I would take that wide receiver because we talked about it on the pre-pregame show, you know, T. Higgins making that play, ba- basically carrying the Bengals uh, during that game, that game on Saturday to their win. You know, when Jamar Chase was out, when Joe Burrow's out, their second wide receiver, who's a true number one <laughs> receiver on most teams in the NFL. He's unbelievable. Would And that's something that the Bears could have. And that's, again, to play counter to that is you could still do that and keep Justin Fields and be like, look what we gave him and look at the improvement he made. Let's make the offensive line that much better. Let's get another left tackle. Let's get a center. And let's get a number one wide receiver for him, another number one wide receiver for him. And then you build that way and look at the other improvement he can. Like, I'm, I'm in the middle right now. I don't know yet. I can see, I can absolutely see both sides. And if, like, I was a meter, I'm tilting in the financial flexibility, move on from Justin Fields right now. But, again, there's three games where he can change my mind. Well, and then go back to that Bengals-Vikings game. Jamar Chase played most of that game. He was awesome in the game, too. Yeah. If you, like, here's what I keep going back to. What's a more surefire guarantee for a great player Hall of Fame guy? I think it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Of course it is. But I don't know if he... I, but but I, everyone's so worried about passing on a quarterback. What, what if you have Marvin Harrison Jr. there? Yeah, of course. With DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. And, and now you really are putting together something that resembles... I know that Justin Fields is not Joe Burrow. No. I'm not saying that. It's just... I get it. Everyone just desperately wants the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I would pass on Marvin Harrison Jr. That's fine. I if I think that you can you can have your cake and eat it too with the number one pick and a top ten pick of your own. Right now, you can do that. I think you can trade back. You can do whatever you want to do, and you can go and get your wide receiver. If you choose to get a quarterback, you can. Look, if not, if you choose to stick with Justin Fields, which they might, uh, you could go get a guy like Dallas Turner. You could go get a guy like Jared Verse and get your edge rusher that you would need when uh, if you if you if Yannick Ngakwe decides to sign with another team, you can get a three technique. They're, they're, this draft is loaded with them. I mean, you can get a lot of players if you stick with Justin Fields and trade out of the number one spot. So there's a lot to be said for both arguments. Right now, I'm in the financial flexibility part of it just because I think you, whoever's out there 
could be as good as Fields or better. Whereas I think, I don't know if we've hit Justin Fields' ceiling or not. I think we might be close to it, though. I think it's pretty obvious, though. They do have to move off of the coach. Yeah, and that's the thing, right, is if Harbaugh comes in here and says, hey, I want the Bears' job, I want $11 million, and whatever, the Bears can afford it, they pay him, he's like, and I'm going to stick with Justin Fields, and we're going to build around him because I can win with that, then I'm fine with it. Because he's an offensive mind that I and, and, a, and has a culture of winning and plays a style of football that I think Justin Fields can thrive in. You know, if you bring in a guy like Ben Johnson, he goes, I want Caleb Williams or I want Bo Nix. Like, are you going to make him stay with Justin Fields? Because then you limit a lot of your, your coaching staffs. And if you look on ESPN.com last week, an article was written uh, by Bill Barnwell about all the jobs that could potentially be open. And the number one ranked job is the Chicago Bears job. Because of the way the defense is playing, because of the financial flexibility you have, because you have the number one pick that you could either use or trade into a bunch of picks, whatever you do, that's why it's the number one job. It's going to be a highly sought-after job. It's Black and Abdallah. It's Bears Night in Chicago, presented by Miller Lite. We're at EPI in Edison Park. We'll take more of your phone calls at 312-332-3776. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Live from EPI in Edison Park, Bear, Bear, Bears Night in Chicago on the Black and Abdallah Show. Brought to you by Miller Lite, ESPN Chicago. Bears Night in Chicago presented by Miller Lite. We're at EPI in Edison Park, hanging out, full bar, having a great time watching Monday Night Football. The Eagles lead 7-0 over the Seahawks right now. Thank you to Kevin, Jack, Kendra producing today's show. Black and Abdal, our great marketing team, and everyone who came on out to drink some Miller Lite and hang out for Bears Night in Chicago. And thank you to TJ Edwards. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night from 6 to 8 right okay. here on ESPN 1000. You All out? Right. You no, not I'm participating? Here. No, I'm here. All right. I'll be there. All right. I'll be there, too. Maybe. <laughs> No, Maybe. I'll be, I'll be there. A couple more days. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow from 6A right here on ESPN <laughs> 1000. Uh, talking football with you, and as you kind of uh, watch the football over the weekend, Abdallah, you know, something that, like, stood out to me, I, I like the three games, the NFL games on Saturdays when the college football has kind of ended. We had bowl games over the weekend as well. It, it was a good Weekend of football, unfortunately, didn't go our way as far as, far as Bears fans go. No, I mean, everything lined up for them, too, uh, you know, with the Packers losing and the Vikings losing and, you know, getting into a better wild card spot potentially. Too many things need to happen uh, right now, I think, for them to get into the playoffs. Like, the, they had the graphic up during the game of what needs to happen, and one of them was winning out, which they, they did not do. Um, it's unfortunate, but I still think there are things to play for. I will not be, you know... A couple of years ago, three, four years ago, I was probably the dude that said, you know, all right, tank, lose, lose out, that's fine, get the best pick. Not anymore. You can't do that anymore. There's there's too much to build on in this team. There's too many guys here that are motivated to win. There's the, You have to, at the end of the season even, last year, we were saying you got to find ways to win. Now, obviously, uh, outcome bias, hindsight, says you should have won out because you got the number one pick, and that's fine. This is not that situation. You already have the number one pick. You should be rooting for this, I believe, 
that fans should be rooting for this Bears team to win. I'm not going to tell you how to be a fan. If you want to root for them to lose and be miserable, that's fine. You do you. <laughs> I refuse to live. I refuse to do that because well, we've been through so much losing. I don't, in our lives. I don't want that's to lose. I don't want to be it. at my in-laws on Christmas Eve rooting for Kyler Murray and the and the Cardinals. I don't like that. I don't yeah. want to root for the. Uh, the, the Falcons the next week, and I sure as hell am not rooting for the Packers to win and beat the Bears. That's ridiculous. I was messing around online for the uh, ESPN playoff machine. Mm. Now, listen, they're not eliminated yet. 5% chance. Not eliminated yet, but what has to take place, they have to win the next three. They need Green Bay and Minnesota each to go one and two. Mm-hmm. They need the Rams to lose a couple of games. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that would have to take place for the Bears to sneak in. Yeah. Well, just get to eight wins. Just get At to, least make our bet right game, for the start, yeah, from, yeah. From the start me, of the season. Let me, let me call out Cap. That's all that matters. Like, I want, to, I want to come in on January 8th and be like, guess what? Take that. Take that. Y'all bet the under, and Sparkles. guess what? We hit the over. All right, it's Bucking Abdallah. We had a great time tonight. Bears night in Chicago presented by Miller Lite at Edison Park in, in Edison Park. Thank you for everyone who came out tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow night at 6 right here on ESPN 1000.